Thank you so much for tuning in to the near, the Phenomena NDE experiences. And I'm sitting here with Stacy, and she's going to tell me about her near-death experience and her experience with God. So welcome, Stacy, to the show. Hi, Kathy. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. And thank you so much for coming on. And your experience is still fresh. I noticed. Yes. And um, yes. you had it on April 24th, 2021. That is, that is really, really, really fresh. And how do you feel right now about your new Very surreal. Be very surreal because you just reminded me that, oh my goodness, it's going to be a year. <laughs> your anniversary is coming um, up. And it's, yeah, it's coming up and it's almost like it was yesterday. Yes. It was almost like yesterday. Wow. Wow. And uh, then you had surgery on May 7th. Yes. With your experience. Wow. Well, I'm going to let you take the wheel. Let's, you know, tell me a little bit more how you, what happened and how did you get to the near death experience and you, what have your experience? Absolutely. So um, let's, let's start probably the best way would be start January of last year. So January 2021, I was having really um, major symptoms with my lupus and rheumatoid arthritis. I do suffer from autoimmune issues. Okay. And I was put on an immunosuppressant. And it's really funny, you know, hindsight is 2020. Looking back now, um, I did not want to take it, but I, I was at a, you know, I had to take it because my condition was getting really bad and my joint pain was bad. So I took it and I noticed about seven weeks after that, I started not feeling well. And my husband and I were hiking every weekend. We're camping every weekend. We're very active. So for me to not feel well, I knew something was up and, um, I had walked about five miles prior and I started noticing that I was getting a little bit of chest pain and I'm like, Hmm, this is kind of weird for me. I, you know, I'm like, something's not right. So of course I, um, went to the doctor, nothing was wrong. Everything was normal. And then I noticed that I was getting worse and worse and I was hospitalized for four days and I came out of that with a new prescription. They couldn't find anything wrong with me. So again, my condition was declining even more. I was at the point where I was re requiring 24 seven care. I couldn't be left alone. I was that, I was that bad. I was declining. I was that bad. But the problem was I was pretty much in critical condition, but the hospital couldn't do anything more with me except putting me on more medications. Uh, they couldn't find anything wrong. So I had to be my own advocate. And as a nurse, I'm very grateful that I am a nurse because I was like, this is ridiculous. And I went to see a functional medicine doctor and he literally said to me, you're being poisoned. You're in really bad shape. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> okay, well, what's wrong with me? Now understand he had to do all the labs and he had to do all the testing. And he basically said to me, your breast implants are poisoning you. Okay. Understood. I heard about this before my toxins from all the trauma of 45 years of unresolved trauma was catching up to me. So stress was killing me. Uh -huh. And the third one was the things that I was eating. I was putting really bad food in my body. So it was a perfect storm and my body had had enough. And as soon as my functional medicine doctor told me that I said, this was April 17th. I'm like, uh, what am I supposed to do? 
And he said, you need to get your implants out ASAP and you need to start detoxing immediately. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and he understand, he did this un not understanding what, what I was being poisoned with. He just basically said trauma, stress, environmental and your implants. Uh -huh. So he gave me things I could do instantly. I mean, I couldn't even microwave. I was in such bad con in such a bad condition. So anyway, that was the well, that was two weeks before my NDE, and I just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And the night of my NDE um, was a very very bad day. It was the worst day I'd ever had. Um, my daughter had just left, and I couldn't really get out of bed. I couldn't really breathe, and I knew I was going to be on oxygen. And I uh, got to the point where I was having trouble, tr sorry, I was having trouble talking. Um, that's how bad I, I was getting. And I uh, called my daughter and I said, I, I didn't want to tell her that I was on my way out, but I had a very strong feeling that it was going to be the end for me. But the one thing I have to tell you, Kathy, I was not afraid. I wasn't afraid. Don't get me wrong. I was like, oh my God, I don't want to die. But for some reason I had peace come over me and I didn't know what the hell that was. Uh -huh. But going into my NDE that night, I was very peaceful and calm until I spoke to my daughter. She made the most unbelievable gut-wrenching scream I'd ever heard that I will remember the rest of my life. And I said to my husband, after I spoke to my daughter, I said, if this is God's will, do me a favor and get my journals out. I knew, but I, 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 I don't even know how to explain it to know that you're not worried, but I was scared, but I knew it was going to be okay. But I thought, Hey, if, if God's taking me tonight, I'm at peace with it. I don't know what the hell that was because I was not that person a year ago. Anyway. So then we go into my near death experience that happened when I fell asleep. Um, you would just want me to keep going. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, please. Okay. So, you're a good um, so I went to sleep that night in critical condition. Wow. My blood pressure, the minute I got out of bed was 160 over 110. I'm on three brand new cardiac meds without a damn heart condition. And I was getting very upset because I'm like, I am losing my life and no one cares except me, <laughs> except me and my husband. Okay. We're like, we got to find what's wrong with you. Okay. So that night I go to bed. And were I remember you, uh, waking Stacey, up at around three in the morning. Stacy, were you in the hospital? I'm sorry, what? Were you in the hospital? No, because the hospital, no, I had spent eight days in the hospital and they released me. They couldn't find anything wrong with me. Just throwing pills at me. Oh, no. I left the hospital. I had to leave the hospital because they would have killed me. So the day I left the hospital, I went to see a functional medicine doctor by the love of God. He took one look at me and this was on April 13th and said, you're being poisoned. And 24, and on the 24th, I had my NDA. He was right. I was on my way out. Wow. 1,000%, I was on my way out. But if it wasn't for my knowledge in nursing and being a nurse for 27 years, Kathy, 1,000%, I was supposed to die that night. That's already been confirmed by multiple people. Um, I was, but because of my will, because of my will and everything that I'd ever been through in my entire life, I'm a friggin' fighter. I can fight. I can fight. Mm -hmm. And that's what saved my life. Wow. Wow. And how long were you, um, how long was your NDE experience? 
I, I don't know. Um, it happened um, about three in the morning. Okay. And I thought it was a dream, but it truly wasn't a dream because more people that I talk to are understanding because they've had a drastic radical transformation like I did. I mean, I've had night and day radical, profound transformation. That happened instantly. That happened on the 24th when I woke up or whatever I whatever happened. I shook my husband and I said, I'm going to be healed. And he's like, you're half dead. I don't care. I'm going to be healed. I'm, don't, don't tell me that. I'm going to be healed. He was like, what has happened to you? And the minute I woke up, everything had drastically changed. Um, God had answered all my questions. I was like, why have I been through so much trauma? It, was the, it wasn't a sob story, but every puzzle piece I ever questioned in my entire life, literally in front of me, made sense. At the age I'm at, every single, every path I've ever walked down, every mistake I made, every choice I made, I understood why. Instant, instant understanding, instant release of forgiveness. I forgave myself. That happened instantly. I didn't realize, and I'm being totally honest because I believe in being transparent, I wouldn't have called it an NDE. When it happened, I was like, whatever the hell that was, I don't know what that was. Uh -huh. But after being with a therapist for two years, I've done significant trauma therapy on myself. I've done EMDR therapy for two years. Uh -huh. My therapist, maybe, I don't know how much longer she called it. She said, you, my dear, had a near-death experience. And I'm like, but I didn't die. She's like, your ego did. Yes, you did. Wait, what? You're calling it an, ND an NDE? She's like, yes. And I'm like, okay. And I never questioned it ever again because I was like, look, this is my story. Yes. <laughs> I believed I was dying that night. You want to call it something else? Go ahead. But for me, I had a near-death experience and no one can ever take that away from me because what it did for me moving forward, oh my goodness, I'm never alone. I'm surrounded, surrounded by guides and angels. And not only do I get majestic and magical signs every day, he's helped me heal. I'm healed. I'm happy. I'm healed. I had to become my own hero. But you know what? Look what I've done with my life in one year. Uh -huh. I have done so many majestic and magical things because of my near-death experience, because of my spirituality journey and what I've been on. It's amazing. Tell me, tell us about this surgery that you had on May 7th. Did you have any experience <clears throat> after that or during the surgery? Yes, yes. So... And this is, this is, this is very crazy. And this is when people, um, are really going to have a tough time understanding because last year, um, on February 20, February 22nd of 21, I, I had 200, I had 22,220 emails. I knew something was happening. I said, God's either preparing me to die or something majestic is happening in my life. Well, what do you know? I believed I was dying. And on May 7th, we checked into our hotel room, which ironically was 222, and I had my breast implants removed. Uh -huh. Now, before I had my NDE, no one would see me. I posted a video that is so gut-wrenching and painful that my girlfriends could not watch it because I believed I was dying. And they said, we can't finish it. And I'm like, can you at least honor me and see what I'm feeling? Because no one... Kathy, no one wanted to acknowledge that I was dying. And I, it hurt me more than anything because I'm like, can one person validate my feelings? I'm about to die. 
can one person validate my feelings? And of course my daughter and my husband are like, can you at least stop laughing? I'm like, what do you want me to do? Sit here and have a pity party. I was making fun. I make fun of everything. I make fun of mental illness because I'm going through it. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh If my body is going through it and I want to make fun of things, let me make fun of it. This is my life. Right. Okay. Okay. But no one would validate the fact that I believed I was dying that night. Then my, my daughter's like, you need to stop being so sarcastic. And I'm like, why? What, what am I going to do? Sit here and, and just be miserable? I, I'm not that type of person. I've had RA and lupus uh, supposedly for four years. I've never been one to be a victim. Never. But I, and I was on my way out and I was like, I was laughing. I was giggling and I posted a video that was so heart wrenching. I 1000% believed I was going to die. When I look at it now, I cry because I was in that much pain, even though I knew it was going to be okay. I was scared. Oh my God, was I scared, but I wasn't worried. Wasn't worried. Wow. Amazing. Um, but on May 7th, how long was your surgery? How long did it I don't, take? oh, I don't, oh, that's right. Sorry. I get, I, I apologize. You have to, I get off track all the time. I'm scatterbrained after my awakening. Um, surgery was quick hour and a half. Okay. But, but I went into that surgery. I did not sleep that night. I prayed. I surrendered even more to God because when I get nervous and I get scared, I, I know I have to surrender more. And I say, God, what are you trying to teach me here? Where's the lesson? Where's the lesson here? Um, and I communicated and I said, I'm ready for this. This is a brand new chapter because my implants were responsible for 16 years of the most unimaginable hell I could even begin to fathom. I cannot even write the pain that I experienced in 16 years on paper. I choke up, but I can talk about it till the cows come home. There aren't words that there isn't enough to say on a piece of paper of the magnitude of the love that I feel and the pain that I went through. Like I can't write it on paper. I can't get the emotion to feel on paper for some reason, but 16 years of hell I was saying goodbye to. So I was up all night. I was dancing. I had a party. I threw my own bye-bye implant party. (laughs) I was so happy because I knew my best friend even said to me, she was so mad at me. She's like, what if it's not the breast implants? What if it's something else? I said, it's my implants. I know it's my implants. So when I went, when I had surgery that morning, I was the first case. The minute, Uh the minute I woke up, it was like my eyes had been opened for the very first time. I saw life so differently. I saw even to this day, Uh even to this day, I cry at rainbows. I cry at butterflies. I cry at flowers because I still see the beauty from almost a year ago of the magic, the, the majestic life that I'm living. Like life is so beautiful. I'm really tough to be around because I'm like this all the time. Uh So not only did I have my NDE on the 24th, I don't, what maybe it, I I think what happened was when I had my surgery on the, on the seventh to remove my implants, I believe that my heart chakra was blocked, which people that do believe in energy healing, which I am an energy healer as well as a nurse my implants were blocked, blocking my heart. My heart could not feel anything. And the minute, the minute those implants came out, I took my first deep breath and I've been living like this ever since. Mm-hmm. Well, magical. Wonderful. So let's go back to the, um, your experience with God. So tell yes. us what that was like. And, and amazing. Help. Amazing. Did you- um, 
Did you greet him? I didn't see him. Yes, yes, I didn't see him. I felt him. Like, you can't sit here and say, well, what did he look like? I don't know. All I know is the most unimaginable feeling of unconditional love came over me, and I saw this white light. I went toward, like, you know, they say, it's, it's funny, they do say you go towards the light. I, I saw the light, and it was like the most unimaginable feeling. If you can explain to me, I would say it's not good enough. Like, if you could say this is my happiest feeling I've ever felt, magnify it by a thousand that it was that good this feeling was that good so I met a couple people I, I met Wayne Dyer who is who's someone that I'm very very in tune with um you know he's a huge motivational speaker what he's done for personal development is huge I met him um he's been hanging around a lot um I met a couple other people um I actually did not meet my family members until much later until I started getting even more intuitive with my spirit you know, I, I, I started meeting other people, but that night with my actual NDE, I remember meeting Wayne Dyer. I met an oncology patient of mine. You know, there's a couple of people that I met, but the most important thing was God literally, cause I asked questions. I'm like, why did this happen? Why have I been alone since I was nine years old? Why is all this trauma? You know, I asked everything because I was like, you know, this is not cool. This is not cool. God, why does everything happen to me? Why have I walked in all these shoes? And he said, the reason you walked in these shoes is to teach others how to walk in those shoes and you hold their hand. Oh, wow. wow that's a pretty big responsibility here, but okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> really? Is... Really? All right. Do you want me to save the world? All right. No problem. And I tried doing that and I realized I burnt out and that is not what God was asking me to do. I just went, went with it. Uh -huh. Um, but Again, every piece of my life, I was told what people to get in contact with, what people to let go of, what people to bring back into my life. I, I literally closed everyone off four years ago. I shut people down. I ghosted everyone because my shame was too deep. My pain was too deep of all of my unresolved trauma. So God told me to bring people back into my life. Certain people that I was like, wait, what? Are you sure? I'm not one to ask for forgiveness and say, look, I ghosted you. I'm sorry. Go, you know what? But I ate humble pie and I said, you're meant to be in my life. And now it made sense. Looking back now, I didn't understand Kathy, but now I'm like, because now everything's happening that I believed would happen and what God told me was going to happen. It's all coming true now. And I'm looking back and I'm like, dang, now I know why you wanted that person back in my life. It, it, it was just beautiful. The synchronicities are so un, un, so amazing. Um, but yeah, he explained why this person needs to be in my life. Why did I do this? Everything, every question I wanted to ask. And even now I have him on speed dial. I jokingly say, I, I talk to God all the time. I talk to God all the time. I surrender all the time. I mean, my day starts off with God and ends with God. And throughout the day, I'm all about God, but I'm not preachy. Mm -hmm. I'm happy. I'm joyful. I have more fun than I've ever had. But yet, if anyone wants to ask about my journey, I will talk to the cows come home. Mm -hmm. I will talk to the cows come home because that is how much, that is how much conviction I have that I met God that night. How long were you with him? I don't know. I don't remember because it happened so like, what the hell was that? Sorry to curse. Uh -huh. You know, it happened so organically. And I was like, wait a minute, because when I woke up, I did not believe I was like, did I just dream that? Like I have it all journaled. 
remember I was bedridden. So I, I, I pretty much was in 90 days. I, I like to call it 90 days in heaven because I couldn't walk or I would almost die. I couldn't do anything. I had to eat literally rabbit food. I mean, I was in critical condition and for 90 days, God was at the forefront. So I don't know because it could have been a dream. It could have been five minutes. I, I don't know. All I know is it had such a major impact on my life that every night it's like, I, I, I can, I can remember like it was yesterday. It, it drastically changed my life drastically, drastically, drastically. Okay. Well, Stacy, hold on. We're going to go into a commercial break and we'll be sure. right back after these messages. Hold on. Thank you. Hi, my name is Drusilla. I am the founder and owner. Oh, well, it's not working. So we're, we're here and um, we can, I can delete those things out, but uh, it didn't work. So there's something wrong with the software. So on my side, but anyway, um, tell me, Stacy, about, oh, so Stacy, tell me about your, um, you know, how would you define God in your words? In my words, I would say, God, almighty, all empowering, one, love, light, kindness, compassion. Mm -hmm. Wow. So much love. Like seriously, my heart, when, when I, when I speak about God, I feel the energy, like my body just, I just want to cry because I have the most beautiful love for myself now mm -hmm. because God loves me. And when I, when I look in the mirror, I mean, I look back and I see I see God in my heart and my eyes and my face and everything. It's that, it is that magnanimous. It is that majestic. So magnanimous, majestic. Again, I could go on and on and on. <laughs> Stacy, when you were um, in the presence of him, did you feel his love for you? Like a mother putting her arms around you and just loving you to death? Was it like that? I or? wouldn't know because I didn't, I didn't have a mother's love. Okay. So I can't explain that. Um, but he, he gave me a love, like I can't even put it into words, but because of God's love, I was able to forgive my mom. So yes, for the first time my mom hugged me was last year in July. Mm -hmm. And I would say that's what it felt like. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Mm -hmm. and the love of my husband, unconditional love. Oh, okay. That's, that's but majestic, majestic. Yes. And how did you end it? How did you end when, when you said goodbye or I'll see you later? <laughs> How did you end it with your experience? I was questioning everything. Are you sure? Are you sure you, that's what you want me to do? I, I think you got the wrong person here. Can I have a do-over? You see what I'm saying? And he gave me a do-over. He said, go, make your life whatever I, I, I whatever you want to do, you do. Wow. But continue serving continue serving. And that's why I dedicated my life to saving lives as a nurse, continue serving. So every morning when I wake up, all right, God, what are we doing today? You show me where to go. And he's been doing this now ever since my NDE. Oh, that is so wonderful. Every morning. That is so good. And that's, that's exciting and good. And how, what was your experience like today? Tell me your experience that you had today. 
Um, wait, what, what do you mean looking back? Yeah. How a year ago today? How I feel about it or how I literally yeah, feel how, like today? You, yeah, both of them. So how you feel within a year ago and then how, what, what do you do today? You know, what do you do when you get up every morning? Do you meditate? Do you? I know yeah, I've got a routine. Mm -hmm. I've got a routine that I do. I um, mean, I do notice I'm very crabby when I miss my routine and I'm not an organized person, but do not mess with my sacred time with, with my, my God. Do not mess with my time with God. So every morning I'm up at 5 a.m. Um, and I've never been a morning person. My husband can attest to that. I'm evil. If I if I wake if I woke up before eight, I was evil. Like I seriously am, was not a morning person. But now I'm up every morning at five. I listen to songs. I listen to worship music. But I've got my own playlist because when I listen to these songs, God does speak to me through songs. Mm -hmm. um, especially some gosh, give me some casting crowns. Woo, mercy me. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm all over that. And that's my meditation. I'm not the type that goes like, um, that that's not how I meditate. God showed me how to meditate and how to connect with him even easier. So I connect with God in the mornings. I'll watch something funny. Laughter to me is the best medicine. So I'll do my worship time. I'll do my gratitude list and I'll watch something funny and I'll say, all right, God, what we doing today? Where am I serving? And I, that's how I start my day. I'm always in a good mood in the mornings. That's when you want to catch me. And then someone will piss me off. And then I'll have to recalibrate and be like, all right, God, come on now. Really? And I've got, he, my God has a sense of humor. So I talk to him all the time. Um, and it's very weird for some people. But yeah, so that's my day. Mm -hmm. um, you know, work, whatever I have to do. Um, I'm just now sharing my story because this is when I light up. I wasn't ready a year ago. And Kathy, four years ago, God did this as well. I also had an NDE four years ago that I wasn't ready to talk about, but the situations were so different. So this, this has been a long time coming. So I'm literally skipping down my, my path that, which is lit, lit by God. And I'm just loving life. And that's every day, every stinking day that I'm granted another day. It's, it's all about God. Mm -hmm. He's forefront in my life and whatever I do is surrounded by, all right. I, I jokingly say, I don't say what would God do because that's holier than thou and that's only a private conversation with me. But if there's a, a situation that I'm like, God, really? I call in Dr. Dyer, who again is the father of motivational speaking who passed away. I'm like, WWWD, what will Wayne do? And that's how I go through my day, you know? Uh -huh. And... So how does your family and your daughter feel about your experience? Oh, boy, that's a sore subject. Oh, that's a can of worms. Um, well, they don't understand great. it. Yeah, just, okay, that, that's, a, that's usually family and friends. That's a tough one. That's a tough, I've lost, but honestly, the way I've looked at it now, Kathy, uh -huh. if you would have asked me in Christmas time, um, if you would have asked me Christmas time, I never would have said what I'd be seeing right now. But God has removed people out of my life for a reason, even if I didn't understand. And now I understand why he did, because he made room for people that were even better for me that see my light. I can't around, I can't be around people that don't see my light because I'm not going to waste my energy on people and explain to them, God, 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 God. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to do that because that's the message I was told. But remember, I got mixed messages every day. I do become more spiritual. And I was like, oh, I got that one wrong. All right, now you're telling me I don't have to save the whole world? It's just a couple people? <laughs> okay. <laughs> through my laughter, through my gratitude, through my positivity, I've been doing this for four years. 
So this is just life for me now. It's it, to me, the norm is like, Hey, this is just Stacy, but it's such a drastic difference that people are like, you're on drugs. I'm like, no, been there, done that. Thank you. God, God helped me with that one. Uh-huh. I'm loving life. So this is my life now. I love, love, love. I could not love life anymore. I'm so grateful for every moment. I'm in present in the moment. It's a beautiful way to go through life. Beautiful. Uh-huh. And uh, so, yeah, you got your anniversary. What are you going to do on the 24th of April? I am probably going to throw a party um, that's going to be virtual around the world because I have a lot to celebrate. Um, and I want to do a guided meditation to uplift humanity, raise the, you know, <laughs> raise, raise the higher consciousness awareness, we want to call it. But I've been called to bring a message and I'm just getting started. So I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to celebrate Stacy, and I'm going to celebrate that I was given a do over and I was given a second chance and I will never, ever, ever, ever take one moment for granted. I might fall from grace every day, but let me tell you something. I get right back up and I'm like, whoops, sorry about that one. God, <laughs> we got this. <laughs> Let's I, I'm not hard on myself anymore. So I'm going to throw a party and I'm going to celebrate Stacy because, uh, I, I say I call Namastasia. I, I very, I, I call her Namastasia because I'm just going to have a celebration and a party because of everything I've walked through in my entire life. I deserve everything that's happening in my life right now. I'm worthy of it and I'm deserving of it. So I'm going to celebrate the heck out of it. Uh, Stacey, talk, let's talk about your book. You're author of a okay. book. So best-selling, best-selling author. Yes. You're thank best-selling. you. Best-selling. Congratulations. So let's talk about it. I really appreciate that. The title is. Intuitive Speaking Her Truth. Intuitive in Speaking Her Truth. And uh, when did you write that? When did you finish it and got it out there? Well, five days after I left my beloved nursing job because my health was failing. After my NDE, I tried going back to work and it wasn't working. God was like, nope, nope, nope. I was having anaphylactic reactions seven, eight times a day. So. I, I think I, I should be called the queen of NDEs because when you have an anaphylactic reaction, death, <laughs> you're, you're, you're pretty much done. And I was getting used to it. And I carry an EpiPen now because of that. Uh-huh. So I had to leave my job at Beata because I was getting very, very sick and I could not be around any stress. I was getting sick again. I was having too many toxins in my body again after my implants were removed. It's called a detox flare. Uh-huh. Um, and when you do have breast implants and you have them removed, you almost have like autoimmune flares. Um, so I started getting them again, even though I thought it was healed. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. Uh, so five days after I left my job and I was so sad, it was the best nursing job I've ever had. Uh-huh. I get a call from a publisher who heard about my story on Instagram. And I was like, I'm not an author. She's like, no, I want you to share your story. I'm like, but I'm not an author. I can't write. I'm not a writer. She's like, you're going to do this. Oh, okay. But I was intrigued. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, I have a lot to say. And no, anyone who knows me loves, I love talking about Stacy uh-huh. in a funny, cute way. I make, t- I love to make people laugh. I'm all about self-deprecating humor and I don't give a shit. Sorry. I don't give a, you know what? Okay. Boy, I'm doing really well, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So I, I get this opportunity and it's in a multi-author book. Bridget Holder is a publisher in Australia, Art of Grace Publishing House. Uh-huh. She believes in women owning their truth and she wanted to hear my story. And I had the hardest time writing it. I threw myself into multiple flares. I was like, I'm not good enough. What am I doing? Uh-huh. But I wrote it. 
in one weekend. I tried, I tried up until this point, and the book became an international bestseller on it when it was released um, in October of last year. And it became a bestseller in eight countries in 22 categories for spiritual development, personal development, self-help, spirituality. Mm -hmm. um, it's all about women who found the light in the darkest of places. We have to take religion out of the equation here in this book. It was taken out and it's all about our own spiritual journeys. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful, it was the most beautiful thing I ever did. And God obviously meant for me to speak my truth because the minute I stepped into my power, which is 2022, and I said, God, take over, I'm still going kicking and screaming. Believe me, it wasn't smooth sailing last year. Anyone that knows me, I'm very stubborn. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm still getting used to this God thing. Because for 45 years, I played with the devil. So <laughs> I was still fighting like, no, no, I want to do it my way, my way. And God was like, nope, either you listen or we're going to take you out again. Oh All right, God, I'll start listening. Yeah. Dang it. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote, I, I co-authored this book and I had a mental breakdown after the book was released. I had CPTSD from my chronic PTSD. And I was like, really? Haven't I had enough already? And he's like, no, you need to speak your truth. Do you not read? Okay. <laughs> so January, 2022, I came into uh, the new year on a wrecking ball in a pink sparkly cape, wanting to speak my truth. Uh -huh. And that's what I've been doing ever since. <laughs> yes you're so funny i i also want to say to you that um are you going to come up with oh, where can we get your book where can we find is it on amazon where where can we find yeah. your book amazon amazon um intuitive speaking her truth bridget holder love her she's a publisher but yeah you can find it on amazon and then um what else my memoir is going to be released later this year i'm going with bridget again because she's like i just she's like my sister she was my one of my soul sisters uh -huh. god knew exactly what i needed even though i had no clue he literally has aligned my path and said all you have to do is speak your truth and i'm like it can't be that easy well no and go have fun seriously god it can't be that easy but he's proven to me it's that easy because I'm living proof. I'm, I'm living what I co-created with the God that lives inside of me. Uh -huh. And it's pretty spectacular. Oh, and by the way, and, um, we're, I'm doing a new podcast, Speaking Her Truth, Unfiltered Speaking, Speaking Our Truth with Snowman and Ice Queen, which launches on March 11th. Um, and I'll be posting more about that um, on Facebook. So oh, okay. it's a very exciting time for me. I would look forward to seeing that, Stacy. And uh, thank you. I, you know, having these six months, are you going to write another book? Are you planning on Absolutely. another Absolutely. I probably have nine that I'm thinking of right now. Wow. I am a writer. I am an author. I'm whatever God says I am. And if someone says you're not, I'd be like, please, please. You know how I got on speed dial? Don't tell me I'm not. Yeah, I'm going to write, write a few. I'm actually going to be starting a foundation for mental health because mental health is a huge, huge, huge issue. platform, something that I believe in. So I, I dealt with mental health issues for 45 years and I was embarrassed. I was shameful. And God is like, oh, child, no. Oh, child, you've already, you know, the war has been won. Okay. Go have fun and go live your life and make a difference. And I'm like, okay, that I can do. And I can have fun. All right, sign me up. <laughs> as long as there's fun in there 
then we can... I need my fun. And you got to understand, they're not, this is a lot for a lot of people, but you know what? I'm living life for the very first time, and I, I, don't, need, I don't need people raining on my parade because I've already learned how to dance in the dark. Don't come after me. Uh-huh. It's so, amazing. It's a beautiful, beautiful story. Oh, I look forward to seeing, you know, getting your book. I plan on doing that. Thank you. I'll get it on Thank Amazon. You. And uh, this is this is exciting. And I hope you do write another book. I hope you, um, especially write something on mental health. You know, there's so many, being an RN and seeing the experiences that you experience being an RN as well, you know, with that, because there's so many topics to talk about with that. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that you had a near-death experience. It might have been like a wake-up call, you know. Oh, hey. yeah, big one. I've been waking up for four years now. This was the big daddy of wake-up calls. <laughs> the night I met Wayne Dyer and God, who's now my – Wayne Dyer is my fairy godfather. So, yeah, maybe fairy godmothered. I don't know. But, yeah, so – everything that happened happened for a reason and it's just a beautiful beautiful journey of what god what what faith can do it is if you believe and my lord am i a believer now (laughs) it's amazing it's a beautiful beautiful story but i'm very scatterbrained because of this new world that i'm in and my spiritual journey is just so i have to share it because other women like you said not only struggle with mental health issues but for 16 years I was told it was all in my head and no one would take me seriously and no one believed in breast implant illness. So my platform with Brian, who's snowman in the morning, our podcast together is going to be melting the stigma on mental health. And that launches on March 11th. And we are specifically geared to lifting the stigma on mental health because him and I, he's battling cancer right now. I was an oncology nurse Uh between the two of us. We have been slapped with every diagnosis known to man on mental health. I've been on every pill known to man about mental health. So is he. We're coming forward with our depression, anxiety, PTSD, and we're showing people, Lord, take your power back. Get it, get it, get, get good with God, let go and take your power back. That's all you need to do. And we're showing people that, look, we are survivors. And he's battling cancer. That man is unbelievable. And God brought us together a week ago complete strangers and he is my brother he is my soul brother. he is my soulmate besides not i'm I'm not talking about like soulmate like kenny but he is a soul brother he is a beautiful beautiful human being and we just want to uplift humanity through our laughter and our raw stories that's what we're doing well send me your link and i'll I'll put it out there for you as well and uh yeah i like when people get good messages out and you know i told you my story how i fell into the the phenomena in DE, but yes, you know, I just amazing. Wanted, you know, these experiences are very touching to people. You know, I had some people wanting to come on my show, then they back off because they're just so afraid to tell their story. And oh, they can fear. come on ours, and you can. I would, I would be honored if you'd come on ours because I'm now that I've experienced quite a few NDEs. I'm, I'm going to be raising awareness for that as well. I would love to have you on if you'd be interested. We can, we'll talk, we'll talk. <laughs> but anyway, but I was, you know, just uh, the burst the bubble a little here. It's a little too fresh, but I had somebody contacted me the first of this week and wants to do a TV show with me on Phenomena NDE. So, uh, girl, girl, if you're afraid, do it. If you're afraid, do it. Yeah. Because when you step out of your comfort zone, that when that is when life drastically, drastically yeah, changes, changes you. I know, I know, I know. And uh, yeah, he's very well known in California. 
matter of fact, he's a prince. I can't say who he is yet, but he's a prince. And he called me. He said, Kathy, I want to do this phenomena NDE with you. And I'm like, oh, okay. But, you know, but it's going to be on streaming, maybe Netflix or something. Wow. But documentary, another documentary show. But, uh, and I may call you and say, tell your story. You can tell your story. Please do. Please, please do, because I'm actually going to be on a reality show. Well, I'm in the final stages of a docu-reality show, um, Uplifting Humanity, and I'm going to be filming in Mexico if I decide to do it. And if, I, if I'm, if I'm, if I, if it's a go. Yeah. So girl, yeah. I'm telling you, God works in ways yes. that you're like, are you kidding me? Okay. <laughs> But anyway, but I've been doing radio for 13 years, and I wow. just love to hear people's stories from business to the phenomena NDE because it's a new topic. It's, you know, it's people, they don't know what to do with it. They're like, I had this experience. It's like, and they tell me it's like a um, blueprint that's inside them. They yes. never forget it. Never. No, never. I'm so intrigued by it. I'm so intrigued by it. I can only imagine what other people are like because I just want to hear more and more about other people's stories. It's, I'm fascinated, fascinated by seven, the phenomena of There's NDE. people who had it since 19, I did somebody in 1972 and they still remember. Is it happened yesterday? Oh, yeah. And I like, I said, it's like a blueprint. It's like it just doesn't go away. It's there. Since, you know, it's inside me. I experienced it. I guess it's probably like, you know, anything like a car accident a severe one, you know, like a burn or something. You just never forget it. So, um, but anyway, I'm glad that you, Stacy, you came on my show and I'm very honored. And, uh, and then for you, you to tell your story and, you know, I would like to invite you back again in a couple months, you know, like a refresh, you know, and uh, we can get in more in depth with your book too. Maybe I, I would love that. Yeah. Then the book is related to your near-death experience. Is that correct? Uh, everything's all about my intuition and speaking my truth. So it's aligned perfectly with my vision and where God is leading me. So, yes, it's all about intuition and speaking your truth and finding your voice. One led to the other, 1,000%. Okay, maybe I can tap it into the Kathy Lee Parker show. I do another podcast. So maybe we can tap into that as well. You know, for that, that. I guess a different listener, listeners than, you know, the phenomena. But anyway, but I do want to thank you and thank you. um, you're an amazing young lady. We've been chatting for a while and, you know, thank you. on Facebook and a few other things. And I just loved your story. You were so positive and I believe that you went through this ordeal and, um, and it, you have another chance. That's what a lot of them tell me. Exactly. They have an, uh, you know, another chance. And they all tell me, everyone has come on there to love, to love one another. You know, that's all they keep saying. We're all one. And yeah, they kept saying, love one another. Just be kind to people. Whatever you do, be kind and forgive. Forgive. And I'm like, that's the hardest thing of all to forgive. But you know what? But it's free will. Like when I had my NDE, God said to me, I'm like, look, I can't forgive everyone. And he said, you will know what's right in your heart. And he's giving me free will. Well, of course. That's the best part. But yeah, forgiveness girl was terrible. I mean, I told you about my mom, but forgiveness is a tough one as well. I still struggle with it to this day. 1000%. I hear you. (laughs) Oh, 
Well, just keep loving her, pray for her, pray yep. for her and pray for yourself to love, to, you know, to love. Amen. But anyway, Stacy, once again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're an amazing young lady. Thank you. Thank you. It was an honor. And uh, until then, thank you for everyone for listening in. And uh, we'll be back in a couple of days with another show. So thank you so much for tuning in to the Phenomena Indie. Until then. <laughs>